Greetings and welcome to episode 6 of the Transform Podcast. It is Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021, and I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio. So welcome back, guys. Um, you know, we, we put out some content last week on common business challenges and tips for your website user experience. Today is a little bit different. Um, today, I want to talk about some news that broke today about Facebook, and I want to tie some of my observations about it back to episode two, uh, which we published on October 20th, which was about Apple iOS 15 and email marketing. And you guys will see the connection soon when I get into that. But what I really want to do with today's episode, probably a little shorter than, than some of the other ones you guys have listened to so far, you see up in our, in our, um, in our episode listing, um, I just want to give some of my quick reaction to the news today that Facebook was dropping facial recognition. So I don't know if you guys saw, uh, but basically they announced that they will no longer use facial recognition for content shared on their social network out of concern for user privacy. And they said they would delete more than a billion individual templates they stored over the years. I mean, you know, what they've accumulated since they started this program, I assume. So... What this means is, and I'm kind of summarizing off the update I see here on LinkedIn, um, that people who've opted into the feature would no longer be automatically recognized in videos and photos on Facebook. So that was kind of the big news today. As you guys know, Facebook is undergoing some tremendous fluctuation, I think it's fair to say, uh, given some of the revelations from um, uh, uh, the uh, individual who uh, testified uh, about some of the goings-on at Facebook, the way they were handling the Instagram algorithm, showing certain content to certain users, uh, you know, promoting unhealthy habits. All, all that is sort of leading into this, this seismic shift at Facebook. They've renamed themselves or rebranded themselves to Meta, new logo, uh, new intent. I think they said they were hiring 10,000 uh, new employees to help them work on the Metaverse. Uh, and so this is sort of the latest string in a very rapid series of developments with Facebook. And the really interesting thing, guys, from, from my standpoint, that's kind of going to be the takeaway from this episode, is just how fast the ground has shifted underneath Facebook's feet and everybody who relies on Facebook for their business. And that's really where this becomes relevant to you guys. And, and so when you think about it, when you think about it, if, let's say you're a small business owner who has a very heavy Facebook presence. You've got your personal account, obviously. Let's say you have a business page. You're using the business page to run ads. You're using Facebook's various targeting tools to run ads to your core audience and your, your target audience and so forth, trying to you know uh, drum up not only brand awareness, but also maybe even get some conversions, bringing people over to your website so they, you know, give you their email address or fill out a form or whatever, you know, whatever it is that you're doing in your, your, your pipeline or your funnel. And so you rely heavily on Facebook. And, you know, let's say six months ago, you know, <laughs> we'll just kind of randomly pick that time frame. There didn't seem to be any problem with that. You know, you were chugging along, you were doing what you had always been doing. You, maybe you post content into your business page newsfeed. You know, you, like I said, you run some ads. You, you, you know, you, uh, you have both those organic and paid traffic uh, methods going. And then all of a sudden, in a span of a couple of months, I mean, to be generous, 
the company has been turned on its on its head and you don't know what to expect next as far as the company goes and what decisions it's going to make. Now, <clears throat> as of this moment, if you rely on Facebook for business, nothing nothing has happened that has that has utterly eradicated that 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 option or that that avenue that you have to drum up business. Obviously, you still have your business page, you're still running ads. So I'm not implying that those things are going away or not going to be functional anymore. But what I do think is noteworthy is watching how this company, which has grown so large, and in essence, the very reason why it's been so effective, let's say, for your business, because it has so many users, because it has so much data, because it was so good for targeting and finding the right audience online, that very strength has been turned into what could ultimately be a grave vulnerability, right? Facebook appears to, from everything that we're hearing, uh, and when Frances Haugen, I, th- I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, when she stepped forward and revealed a lot of these truths that are going on at, at Facebook, I mean, some very grim details about not only their knowledge of the deleterious effect of their algorithm and the content they were serving you know, to, to young people, particularly young, uh, young women, young girls, um, and, and, then, and then not only that, not only that they knew about it, but that they were actually doing some things to sort of perpetuate it and, and, and in essence keeping people on their platform by hooking them on this, on this very uh, harmful content. When you, see, um, when, you, when you see that sort of thing emerging, like, like I said in the, the testimony from Francis Haugen and so forth, and you realize that it just was a short time ago that Facebook was, you know, again, appearing to be impervious to any kind of, of uh, disruption, it has to make you stand up and take notice. As a small business owner, you have to, your ears have to perk up and you have to start sort of looking around and saying, wait a second, you know, not too long ago, I didn't give a second thought to Facebook's ability to help my business. Now, in just these last several weeks, a whistleblower comes forward Damning reports are released on you know the type of content and so forth. Whistleblower goes before Congress. You know Congress is discussing Facebook being too large, needing to be broken up, needing to be regulated, so on and so forth. And so it just has to have a chilling effect on you. And then Facebook steps forward and says, "Hey, we're shifting our focus to the metaverse. We have a new name. We have a new logo." You know, a week after that. Hey guys, we're shutting down the facial recognition program. You know, we're, we're wiping this data out. Uh, we're no longer going to use it. So even though all those things I just mentioned don't stop you from running your business on Facebook, what they do tell me is that we don't know what to expect next from Facebook. We don't know what they're going to do to their algorithm for running ads. We don't know what they're going to do to their organic reach algorithms. Uh, I mean, what little of that you can get out of, you know, your Facebook uh, business page. We, we don't know what's coming next. There's now pure uncertainty. And I would say, I don't think it's unfair to say that everything's on the table. I mean, everything is on the table. I mean, I could definitely see Facebook saying something about how it uses targeting for ads, how it focuses, you know, the vast trove of data it has. It, with relation to its advertising platform. I, I mean, I could see 
any number of very large-scale policy shifts that affect the way you can reach a consumer through Facebook's medium and it's particularly its data trove that has been so useful to you in terms of targeting and narrowing down audiences and so forth. Okay, now, I don't know this for certain, but the, 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 the cessation of the use of facial recognition may, as we speak, be having an effect on, you know, once it's implemented, obviously, be having an effect on its ad algorithm because, and I don't know if this is exactly what they're referring to or if they're not referring to this at all, but um, there is there is a function within the Facebook algorithm that um, allows Facebook ads to recognize the facial expressions, if you will, the emotions, if you will, that are on you know, the faces of people who are in ads. And it can also recognize that there is a person in an ad. So, so let's start there. Facebook's algorithm can tell the difference between does this ad have a person's face in it or, you know, is there a person in the video or is there no person in the video? And the legend has it that ads that have people's faces in them, whether it's a still photo or a video, do better than if they don't. Okay, so that's number one. Go up a level from there. They also have, and while I'm talking to you guys about this, I want to look up, there's something I want to kind of add to this. Um, that, that, that kind of gives even more uh, gives even more context as to why this is so important. But at the at the next level up from just having from just having people in the ads, there's this concept of it actually reading the facial expression. Is the person happy? Is the person sad? Is the person um, you know, what, what emotion is the person expressing? And again, legend has it that the more positive the expressions, the more positive uh, the disposition of the people in, the, in the, um, the photo or the video, the more likely the ad is going to do well. It's going to be served more frequently. It's going to reach more people, that sort of thing. But if there's a negative emotion being conveyed, just the opposite occurs. And you get less reach and less impressions and so on and so forth. So I was kind of toying around, guys, I apologize for the, the little uh, hiccup there a moment ago, but there's an actual term for this. I believe it's, uh, um, I, I thought it was lexicographical or something to that effect. I'm going to have to do some more research on that and post it into the, into the show notes or we'll put it on our, on our social media. But there's an actual term for uh, Facebook's ability to read the facial expressions and... and um, and, and, and you know, understanding emotion and, and stuff like that. So I don't remember it off the top of my head, but I will. We will follow up on that, and we will get you some uh, some information on that. It, it, it's not necessary for you to understand this, but it could give you a thread to pull on if you want to understand it a little bit deeper. Uh, you can kind of look up some of those terms, um, the, the technical terms for their ability to do this kind of indexing in the ads that that are run through their platform. So. So basically, I think I just kind of want to finish with this, guys. And again, I told us to be kind of a quick, you know, breaking news kind of observation podcast. Um, but when you realize that a company as large as Facebook, as crucial to your business as Facebook, 
can be upended in this fashion. It not only does it have to make you take pause, as we've already discussed, but it, it has to make you appreciate two things. Number one, being on more than one platform. Okay, not relying solely on one single platform to reach your audience. Now, you might specialize in a single platform, you may know one platform better than any other one, but making sure that your content is reaching you know, again, assuming that you're active on social media with your business, so you're posting, you're putting value out there, content, etc. You don't want to be in one place only, and 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 this and this is teaching anybody who is in one place only, i.e., Facebook, is probably having a hard time with this right now. Is my guess. It's probably not going over well. Okay, <laughs> let's put it that way. So 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 number one, it teaches you that being in on one platform is not a wise concept. Okay. Okay. And, and, and where you go, other than Facebook, is up to you. It's, it's very customized to your situation. I mean, some, some people you know, that, that I would consult with on this, I would say, hey, you should also be heavy on LinkedIn, or you should also be heavy on Instagram, or you should also be heavy on Snapchat. It just depends on you know, your personality, your business, what you're offering, et cetera, et cetera. It's not a one-size-fits-all. Number two, and this goes back to episode two. I told you guys I was going to bring it back around to episode two. This is why... Owning your traffic is so important. And we talked about it in episode two. I mentioned Russell Brunson and Traffic Secrets, his book about this, uh, where he talks about the importance of traffic you own. Okay, traffic you earn, the organic stuff that you, you know, you're posting, you're, you're not paying for it, but you're posting and you're drawing in uh, uh, an audience based on that. So that's the first kind. Traffic you pay for, that's like the ads. You know, you're paying for Google ads, you're paying for Facebook ads, et cetera, et cetera. And then... Lastly, traffic you own. And traffic you own basically is like email, like capturing somebody's email. So once you've driven somebody onto your page, and once you have somebody you know, sort of captured in terms of their attention, you quickly extract their email address from them. And now you start building a list of email addresses that can't be taken away from you. Now, obviously, people's emails can change. They can delete the email. It's not perfect either. I mean, no, no method is. But it absolutely allows you to sleep at night if you're building an audience that way where you own the email addresses on a list that you can, you know, go to whenever you need to or whenever you want to. And, you know, the platform is really not the important thing. I mean, you know... You know, Gmail shutting down doesn't mean you don't have your list of email addresses anymore. Okay, so those are the two big takeaways here, guys. And we're going to talk more about this on future episodes. I and mean, we'll get into a lot of detail on different platforms and different email capturing platforms and so forth. And we'll, we'll discuss strategy and tactics on that stuff. But I'm, I'm sure if you pay any attention to what's going on in the digital sphere, that you would have seen the news today about Facebook. If you run a small business through Facebook, you're chilled by that news is my guess, and you're, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> and you're looking for answers, okay, you're looking for ways to avoid this hurting your business so much, and at a very high level, the two quick takeaways there are, number one, you need to go out and get onto some other platforms, start learning some other platforms, start looking at how you can kind of distribute your content in a more diverse fashion, and then number two, traffic you own. If you're not capturing emails right now, start doing so. If you're not driving people into a value-added scenario on your website, for example, and getting their email in exchange for that value, 
you need to start doing that. You need to start taking a hard look at, at building that into your uh, marketing profile, if you will. Okay, your approach to that. So, going to leave it there, guys. Apologize for the coughing fit. Um, so, so we'll be back again uh, later this week with episode seven. But I, I wanted to kind of break from you know sort of our schedule routine in terms of you know talking about different stock items here uh, on on building and marketing your business. I think this was very relevant to the news today, and I uh, wanted to get this information out to you guys, get you thinking about ways that you can avoid uh, potential problems that stem from this sort of thing that's going on with Facebook. So thanks again for listening, guys. Thanks for checking out the podcast, subscribing, liking it, sharing it, etc. You know, check us out on all the social media pages. You can come over to Transform on Facebook, LinkedIn. Follow us there. Drop us a note. Ask us a question. We'd love to engage with you there. Um, but we'd be super excited to get this conversation going. And, you know, if there's any way that we can help by answering a question or pointing in the right direction, uh, we're actually working side by side with you. We'd love to do that. So once again... Uh, it's Chris Anastasio. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys again a little later this week, uh, but that's it for episode six. Thanks and have a good night, guys. Bye-bye.